You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Happy Thirsty Thursday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I am also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. Uh, fair warning, today is probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode, just because, you know, things. Today we'll talk about where Florida ended up in Pro Football Focus's college power rankings, the time slot announcement for Florida and Alabama, and an update on the Gators baseball team. Thank you to the people who left a review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I can make this the best Gators podcast around. And before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Of course, today we're starting off talking about Florida in the power rankings from Pro Football Focus. They put out their college rankings yesterday. I'm getting to them today. Uh, Florida was listed at number seven in their rankings, behind only, in this order, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, yuck, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas A&M. Um... I mean, I'm I'm happy that Florida's in the top 10, but also personally, I don't think that five of these teams are better than Florida. In the sense that I, I think there could be five better. I don't think that there are a full five. Uh, Alabama, you can make that point. We'll find that one out early in the season, so we don't even have to really dive too much into that, because that one, week three, looking forward to it. Clemson sure if you want but like i guess uh ohio state (laughs) no shot bucko uh georgia not a fan not bought in on a team that's just going to run the ball and then have a wildly mediocre quarterback they are not as good as alabama was in the late 2000s early 2010s when they can get by with greg mcelroy and aj mccarron it's not no just no oklahoma Sure. Big fan of their roster right now. Spencer Rattler, Nick Benito, great guys, great players, so totally buy that. Texas A&M, I'm a bit weary on that one. Just losing Kellen Mond, who, whatever you want to say about Kellen Mond and how wildly inconsistent and wildly unspectacular he was, uh, he was still your four-year starter. He was a leader for this offense, a leader for this team. And he was, I mean, it's serviceable at the very least. So when you talk about Florida at number seven, I get that we've lost a lot on the offensive side of the football, but I, I don't think that they should be even lower than five. I'll, I'll give you Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State as options, and Oklahoma too, but Georgia and Texas A&M, if we're being just completely honest no business being ahead of florida in these power rankings just defensively florida's expected to be hugely improved even though it's hard to not be improved over what we were last year offensively i'm expecting just a much uh 
a, a smooth experience, a smooth transition. I am not worried about the change from, uh, I mean, obviously, Pitts to Gamble is a huge change, and Tony to Henderson sure is a huge change. Uh, I'm not concerned about Emery from Kyle Trask. That is not something that bothers me. I'm a big fan of Emery being a potential uh, Heisman candidate. I, I think he's... Uh, a top three player for me right now in the Heisman talks just because I think he's going to be incredibly productive whether or not you want to talk about how he'll look as a pro prospect different story but if we're talking about productivity which is really what the Heisman trophy comes down to Emery's the guy uh Alabama's like I said like week three we'll find out what they're really about this year Clemson, I'm not, but that's the thing, but so many of these teams have different quarterbacks than they had last year, so of course, we're number seven, but four of these six teams are rolling with different quarterbacks, Alabama no longer has Mac Jones, they already changed from two last year, of course, Clemson lost Trevor Lawrence, and now they've got DJ Uigalele, who was like, I, last year, Ohio State no longer has Justin Fields, they have CJ Stroud now, who um all signs point to him being good but like who knows he's still going to be playing his first meaningful snaps this year um or his first snaps this year georgia i mean they might as well have a new quarterback jt daniels is a joke if we're being honest about it oklahoma sure spencer rattler's great texas a&m like i mentioned you lost your quarterback your signal caller for four years so a bit worried about that and also <laughs> jimbo fisher um overrated as all hell if we're being honest uh qb whisperer that's had a bunch of guys not pan out in the nfl it's kind of weird um yeah but I, I digress from that one i think the number seven ranking i'm happy to be top 10 but i do think that florida should be top five if we're being completely honest but i mean pff also had the uh the wrong quarterback listed for byu so who cares what they really think in the long run right just a reason to prove them wrong again uh if you need something to do with your stimulus tax refund or gamestop slash dogecoin money if you sold the dogecoin not so much if you held on to it visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate i don't even have a car but I wanted to get familiar with the website, and I was shocked at how smooth the experience was. Whether it's brake pads, taillights, hydraulics, cool little lights under your car, whether you want to have like the speakers in the trunk and look like you're in Pimp My Ride, sure, why not? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so that they know exactly who sent you that is locked on l-o-c-k-e-d space o-n and then earlier today the florida versus alabama time slot was announced and (sighs) similar to uh florida's ranking in the pro football focus ranks i got some beef with it um florida and alabama of course play week three and they got given the 3.30 time on CBS, which is just so disappointing. It's If we're being completely honest, it's a stupid time. I'm just going to be very upfront about that. It's, it's a dumb time to put this game. When you talk about Florida and Alabama, you're talking about 
two unquestioned top 10 teams, two most likely should be top five teams, and they're meeting in an early season matchup, SEC action, and you essentially screwed Florida out of a night game in the swamp, and the crowd would have been just absolutely electric at that point. The impact they would have had on the game, frankly, would have been absurd. It probably would have been a lot cooler if it was a night game in the swamp, uh, just because daytime, eh, it's... It is what it is at daytime. It's going to be humid. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be hot. So Florida's crowd might not be too... Sorry. Florida's crowd is going to be very into it, but they'd probably be a lot more into it and a lot more active at nighttime. It's also just dumb to have a a game that should be primetime be played in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. Like that, that, I get people go out on Saturday nights. You can make that argument. You can make the argument that people are still home at 3.30, so it could be then sure but like it, it's the wrong call saturday night prime time is still that 8 p.m game or 7 p.m game like that's when it should be that's when florida should be taking on alabama and honestly it's just they dropped the ball here with this one it was just honestly terrible scheduling on just everybody's part this game deserves to be prime time it's the first of I'm gonna say hopefully two matchups if we get to see Florida Alabama in the SEC championship game. Uh, so this this could be the first of two matchups. First of if we're gonna be incredibly optimistic, first of three matchups if we see week three uh, SEC championship and college football playoff. If if we're lucky, um, we know SEC bias is a real thing, so it's possible. But I mean, it's just. <sighs> I'm I'm just disappointed apparently for the first two thirds of this show with the rankings, and with this week time slot, it's it's silly really when we talk about it just because that that's not something that should happen where you have two of the best teams in the nation, two teams with just chock full of pro prospects, two teams that have two of the largest and uh, most devoted fan bases in college football, two teams that are storied programs, two teams that have two hopefully electrifying quarterbacks and insane offenses with hopefully good defenses, and you waste them in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. That's just that's just poor planning right there. Uh, it, it's a game that, of course, still going to watch, still going to be incredibly excited for. Still gonna be um, vibing too, and still gonna be um, enjoying. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm hinting towards being inebriated, of course. Um, <laughs> so just gonna say that it, it's a game that I'm looking forward to for many reasons. Uh, party at my house, whoever wants to come by. Uh, except if you're listening, please don't show up at my house. It's very small. Um, but it, it it's just a piss poor planning here by everyone involved and i'm i'm gonna say it again incredibly disappointed by this one and i'm i'm just i'm I'm gonna hope that they open their eyes and change the time of this game think the gators have a shot at the natty this year if you're confident bet online currently has plus 3300 odds and i'm just saying i'm gonna take them 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, including the Knicks game I'm watching right now, which is 0-0 because it just tipped off apparently. But Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Yep, still 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. That was a fun one. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I'm keeping that screw up in. That was fun. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space, O N. To wrap up today's show, we're going to talk about Florida Gators baseball and, uh, whew. With a 13-1 W over Mississippi State, following a mercy rule win for the Gators. Uh, love to see that after the seventh inning, of course. If you're up 10 nothing and the fifth, then you get the win. And that's exactly what happened. For the second game in a row, the Gators scored early by starting the first inning. And it, it really pretty much never stopped. Uh, Chris Armstrong had a monster game going 3-4 for four with an RBI single. And an RBI double, Sterling Thompson and Jacob Young. I mean, Jacob Young has just been great so far in this SEC tournament, so hoping he could keep up his hot streak. Uh, Sterling Thompson and Jacob Young both drove in three runs. They went a combined four for nine in the day. And the thing that's still, that will always amaze me with baseball is that you could be like, hey, this guy, uh, he was less than 50%. And you go, wow, that's amazing. He was just slightly below 50% because, you know, um, you don't get that same kind of praise when you do that in school. It's like a very weird thing. Like my mom was always mad about it. I don't know why. Um, And then moving on to the pitching side of the game, Hunter Barco got the start today and pitched a complete game. I I mean, complete in air quotes because like, it was as complete a game as you can pitch when you win with a mercy rule. So I'll, I'll say complete game with air quotes again. Uh, he allowed just one run in those seven innings that he did pitch on four hits. Um, the biggest thing here is just Hunter pitching the, again, complete game is huge for Florida because over the past week and a half, two weeks, They've gone further into their bullpen. They've they've really just tallied up the pitch counts here, um, and they've they've been very high pitch counts. So I think for the Gators, everyone else getting a break here and not having to pitch is just a huge help. So good job to Hunter for you know pitching a fan- fantastic game. Really four hits, seven innings, one run. Not bad at all. Not too shabby if I do say so myself. Uh, I tried pitching one game in my life and. Yeah, it didn't go well. Uh, I, I did not pitch seven innings and allowed just one run, which came in the first inning too. So it was like once he shook that off, he was lights out from two through seven. The Gators do continue their chase for their 16th SEC championship today when they take on Alabama, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so yeah, a tournament that's a tournament game that's finally not at 10.30 in the morning for the Gators, so thank God for that one. Uh, Similar to Mississippi State, the Gators haven't played Alabama this year, and that's a bit worrisome to me for the same reason that it was worrisome for Mississippi State. Uh, I don't know if 
having no familiarity with this team will lead to us scoring a ton or if it'll lead to us giving up a ton of runs or us not being able to do anything i have no idea and it, it's that not knowing that is just killing me right now uh it worked out for us this time so yolo i'm just gonna hope for the same thing again with the gators uh i am very excited for this alabama game because i was uh i, I was working this morning and or well now for you guys yesterday morning uh, and I couldn't watch the Mississippi State game, but I'll actually get to be home for this game, so I can't wait to be able to actually watch it. I'll apologize in advance uh, if this is the game that my sheer presence jinxes the Gators and they get eliminated from the tournament. Uh, I, I can, I mean, sure, blame me. I'm fine with it. It's, it is what it is at this point. I'm just gonna, again, like I've been saying for this whole tournament, and I will continue to say. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst, but that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me tomorrow as we'll talk about the outcome of this Gators and Bama game and much more. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Locked On Padres, hosted by Javier Reyes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Join Javier as he talks about one of the most exciting teams in baseball with one of the greatest young prospects or greatest young players in professional sports. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode.